I'm Holly Walter from the Scottsdale's Office of Communication, welcoming you back to another episode of Podsdale. Today, I'm joined by Aviation Planning and Outreach Coordinator, Sarah Ferreira, who will share the latest and greatest on Scottsdale Airport. But before we fly into that interview, I'll turn it over to Stephanie Harada for this episode's Fast Five. Hi, I'm Public Affairs Specialist Stephanie Harada with five fast things happening around the city you need to know. We kick things off at number five with a huge shout out to Scottsdale-born Olympian Jagger Eaton. Jagger showed the world how it's done and took home the bronze in the first ever men's street skateboarding competition at the 2021 Olympic Games. Growing up, one of his favorite spots to skate in Scottsdale was the Wedge Skate Park at El Dorado Park. We have to agree, it's an awesome place to skate. Congrats, Jagger, you've made Scottsdale and Team USA proud. McCormick-Stillman Railroad Park's Slide the Rail event makes a splash at number four. This wet and wild event offers fun for all ages with water slides, obstacle courses, and a bubble foam pit. The $10 wristband includes unlimited access to all water attractions, as well as the train and carousel. The fun begins at 8 a.m. Saturday, August 7th, and goes until 1 p.m. Wristbands will be sold on-site on the day of the event, to find out more, visit scottsdaleaz.gov and search Slide the Rails. Back to School takes the spotlight at number three. The summer has flown by and Scottsdale students head back to the classroom on August 4th. To help them prepare, Vista Del Camino hosted its annual Back to School Drive. During the one-day event, more than 700 children received essential school supplies, clothes, and shoes. None of this would be possible without the generosity of our community and our dedicated staff. You rock! To learn more about the event and help us gear up for next year, visit scottsdaleaz.gov and search Back to School. Next is National 811 Day at number two. August 11th marks National 811 Day, and it's the perfect reminder to always check before you dig. Have you ever noticed different colored markings on roads or in yards? That's a sign that a contractor or homeowner put safety first and identified utility lines prior to excavation. It's as easy as calling 811 to request a utility line location at least two working days prior to digging so you can know what's below. And our number one spot is kudos to our incredible staff. Last month's monsoons brought heavy rain, high winds, and flooding to Scottsdale, but city staff was ready and quickly jumped into action. From taking calls to helping with cleanup efforts, many went above and beyond to provide simply better service during and after the storms. All we can say is thank you. And that's our Fast Five for this episode of Podsdale. Got something for a future Fast Five? Let us know by emailing communications at scottsdaleaz.gov. I'll turn it back over to you, Holly. Thanks, Stephanie. Let me also announce our most recent trivia question winner, crime scene specialist, Amber Metz. The name of the Bill Keene statue at the McCormick-Stillman Railroad Park is Giddy Up Daddy, which Amber correctly answered. You can be a Podsdale trivia winner too. Just listen for the question at the end of the episode and email your answer to communications at scottsdaleaz.gov. But now let's turn the time over to our guest, Sarah, to talk about Scottsdale Airport. I have a few quick facts. The airport was founded in 1942 and acquired by the city of Scottsdale in 1966. There were over 195,800 operations in 2020, and it's considered one of the busiest single runway general aviation airports in the nation and a top corporate jet facility. That's a mouthful. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> what, can, what else can you share about the airport? Let's start with some of the airport's history. 
Yes. Well, you know, we started in 1966 and boy, you know, you, you start opening up an airport and soon after we got our first business jet. And since then, um, if you pardon the pun, it took off. So basically from there, we've had a lot of corporate jet activity, business and leisure travelers visit Scottsdale, as you can see by the numbers, 195,000 operations last year. Very busy. And yes. I think most people do know this, but Sarah, you were previously full-time in the Office of Communication before you moved over to the airport. In fact, when I started, a lot of people referred to me as the new Sarah because I took over City Line. The City Line lady. <laughs> <laughs> you were the City Line lady for years and years. But tell, tell us about your history with the city as an employee. Yeah, well, I've been uh, a tenured employee for sure. So I did get my start actually in the planning department okay. initially and moved over to communications. Worked there for several years as the City Line lady, if you will, and worked on employee communications. Um, and then I moved over to the airport, kind of a new challenge, and I've been there for about nine years as their aviation planning and outreach coordinator. So I've been there about nine years now and um, enjoying everything about working at the city of Scottsdale over the years. I'm sure being at the airport is great, though. It's fascinating. It's a great field um, and a lot of variety. You know, there's so many different things to do at at the airport um, and so many different factors from admin type duties to seeing aviation. And boy, you know, we're sitting right there with all of the business jets on the ramp. So you can't beat that. How fun. <laughs> now, what are some of your favorite things about working at the airport? I think definitely it's the aviation facet. You know, it's just an intriguing field to see people flying in and out from different parts of the world into the airport. And for me specifically, my duties are, you know, can run the gamut each day. It's a, a new day, new challenges. And so I love the variety and challenges it brings. We did have a recent report published by Wing X. It provides data on business aviation flights, and it showed that Scottsdale Airport is the fifth busiest airport by departures for global airports. So we're talking about a very busy airport. There were almost 16,000 departures listed for Scottsdale. So can you talk about what you see there, the traffic, and mm -hmm. how busy we are? Yeah, it's fascinating, you know, and especially coming off of uh, an interesting and unique year with COVID's impacts. You know, we saw our airport definitely having fascinating operational numbers. In fact, we were beating a lot of the commercial service airports, which can be expected because, you know, people are going to private and charter aircraft operations. Um, you know, Scottsdale as a city is such a wonderful draw for our visitors and business. So the airport's kind of where they can land efficiently and easily. And so it's no doubt that it's an attractive place to be. So we want to make sure that we appeal to those visitors and business um, operators and our tenants that are at the airport always. Now, Scottsdale Airport is not a commercial airport. How, how do we operate? Correct. So although we're a public airport, we don't have commercial scheduled service. So most of the operations coming in and out, I mean, we'll have flight training, we'll have personal um, people flying their aircraft, um, but a large part of our operations are private jet traffic. Um, so those can be charter operations. And so we act a little differently. We don't have a main terminal. Um, we have three fixed base operators, which in itself is pretty remarkable for an airport of our size to sustain enough business to have three fixed base operators. Fixed base operators kind of act like the terminal. So a lot of the visitors will be processed through a fixed base operator. So there's signature flight support, jet aviation, and Ross aviation. And our visitors will come, they will land, they can go through one of the FBOs and 
and go on to their way of their leisure or business activities. Aside from being in a beautiful city and we are centrally located, what are some of the advantages that you have heard um, from visitors about flying into the airport? Some of the competitive advantages of flying into Scottsdale Airport is no delays. That really is it. That's huge. (laughs) Yes, it's huge. There's no, you know, sitting on the tarmac waiting for other aircraft. Um, So when you land, you can have a car waiting for you. So you can land, jump in your car, and you're off on your own way, you know. So time is money, as the saying goes. That's certainly true. So that's definitely one of our main competitive advantages. We are located in close proximity to the Valley Metro Phoenix area. Mm -hmm. So you can land at the airport, have no delays, and even get into downtown Phoenix fairly quickly. Of course. And let's talk about the economic benefit the airport brings because it is pretty significant. Uh, The airport, the surrounding air park, it's a major economic asset for the city. It's centrally located in one of our only industrial zoned areas. What can you share about the economic benefit? Oh, yes. Um, So the Arizona Department of Transportation just released a new economic impact study, and their reporting numbers for aviation activity for airport and air park created $1 billion in economic benefits. So that's an impressive number for sure. And I think we can point to some of the unique parts of Scottsdale Mm -hmm. Airport. We are connected with private properties through taxi lanes that go into private parcels. So that's a very desirable amenity, as you can imagine, for especially business travelers and private owners who want the convenience of having their own hangar and in a sense, you know, going through safety protocols and, and administrative processes will have a clicker and they can get into the gate for the airport go on their merry way, come back, land, taxi back to their private hangar. So that is an economic draw. It's a wonderful asset to have. And it's really unique because not a lot of airports have that type of arrangement. So we can kind of thank our forefathers, too, for um, creating this unique structure way back when, when the Mm -hmm. airport has its inception. Sure. And right now that area serves as a base for more than 85 major companies. It's home to nearly 3,200 small and medium-sized businesses. So we're looking at an employee base of about 60,000. Uh, that could be right. Yes. I mean, I know that we had like we support about 6,000 jobs there Okay. Um, with incomes of over 320 million. Wow. So it's, it's fascinating in this small center in the heart of Scottsdale that this can draw that much of an economic benefit, but it certainly does. And, you know, people can put business with pleasure. There's golf courses so they can do their business, go to some of these fantastic golf courses, resorts and restaurants. So altogether, this is what kind of makes Scottsdale Airport special. When we talk about economic benefit and you're talking about fun too, Mm -hmm. we have significant events in the Valley and you really see some traffic there during those times. Oh, we've had, yes, that's definitely our busy time. I mean, we can start seeing um, an influx of traffic normally happening starting October when the weather starts getting nicer. We have some of our friends from Canada coming down um, to Scottsdale, Arizona to enjoy our pleasant weather for sure. And then as the events start kicking off, um, you know, we get the Barrett-Jackson Phoenix Waste Management Open. 
um, Arabian Horse Show spring training, those drive traffic incredibly to our airport. Um, I think hands down, Barrett Jackson is the one that draws mm-hmm. the most traffic. And boy, it's a special treat if, if anybody ever gets the chance to go down there and just see our ramp. There's some beautiful aircraft sitting on the ramp there during these events. And you have a great restaurant there, so that's a perfect spot to go and watch the planes oh, take absolutely. off, Oh, right? Yes, it's a perfect spot. And when the weather's nice, they can open the doors. You can sit on the patio and watch the airplanes come in, out, enjoy the beautiful ramp. And it's really an experience that you won't get many other places to right. see these beautiful aircraft, these business jets just sitting on the ramp in Scottsdale, all in one place. So it sounds like you see some pretty incredible corporate jets fly in and out of the airport. Is that the only type of aircraft activity you see at the airport? Certainly not. I mean, I think that's the appeal of Scottsdale Airport is that, you know, we have um, some of the smaller aircraft too, you know, private owners. We have flight training schools and a lot of different businesses located and based at Scottsdale Airport. So you can see things from like a small Cessna and helicopter operations up to the corporate jets. So it's really welcoming for all types of different aircraft operations. I'm going to ask what everyone is wondering, celebrity sightings, what happens there? We certainly have them, but (laughs) my lips are mum here or my lips are closed. Um, But definitely, especially with some of the big events at Scottsdale, we'll see celebrities, athletes, uh, they're coming in. I'm not at liberty to say who they are, Um, but we also have a mix of, you know, different uh, people coming into Scottsdale too, you know, that want to come to the events and attend. So definitely interesting. Well, let's talk about the runway. The airport is closed right now to aircraft operations for about 45 days for a very significant project. We received an $11 million federal grant from the FAA to rehabilitate the runway. Share some background on that project. This is probably our biggest project ever at Scottsdale Airport. So since our inception, and the runway has been kind of built you know, in three phases over the years, but it has never undergone a major rehabilitation. You know, sure, we've patched things up, you know, we've overlaid it, it's been working, but basically we reached its maximum useful life and it was time. So Mm -hmm. thankfully we were able to get and secure an FAA federal fund um, grant to fund this project at $11 million. And so now we're gonna go into the 8,249 feet of runway and really take it down. We're gonna excavate, mill, and overlay it so that it's in excellent condition for our users and in time for the busy season to start. So this is a big project. Um, We looked at all the viable options and the best thing to do was to close it down during our slowest operational month. Mm -hmm. For 45 days, hopefully, is our goal and get this done so that we're ready for the influx of traffic coming up. I was going to ask about the timing. So it's a good time to do it. And it's a really quick turnaround for that type of work. Yes. And it's taken seamless coordination, a lot of work and pre-planning to do this. So we have multiple crews on multiple shifts going 24-7 to get that goal of mid-August and opening. Sarah, so will this rehabilitation project change the size of the jets that come in and out of the airport? That's a really good question. And a lot of people have that misconception, but this is a runway rehabilitation project only. So it's not going to increase the length or the weight capacity of the airport. Um, So it will remain the same, but it'll be looking sharp and in excellent condition. 
Now, earlier you talked about uh, visitors arriving in the airport and Canadians, mm -hmm. and we do actually offer custom service at the airport. Yes. Can you tell the listeners about that? Yes, we offer a daily U.S. custom service. And so it is an amenity that is special for us because um, our visitors coming from different international destinations can process through customs through the Scottsdale Airport without delays, really. It's so much more efficient. Um, and it is an amenity that a lot of our customers want. So fortunately, a few years ago, or actually many years ago now, we went to a daily service and boy, you know, you offer more hours and they all came. Our numbers are exceptional. We're like at over a thousand U.S. customs processing for last fiscal year. Wow. Yeah. Now, what did the airport see during COVID? How did that impact the airport? Fortunately, it really didn't impact, aside from the first two months where I think, you know, nationwide there was impacts of not sure what this pandemic was doing. But soon after, we saw our operations um, pretty much sustain and then increase because I think many people went to corporate um, jet traffic and mm -hmm. charter operations and, and, and go privately for their flights to avoid maybe flying commercially at the time. And we're sustaining those operational numbers right now. That makes sense. Now, what are some features of our airport most people don't know about? Um, you know, I think some people are surprised that we only have one runway. And with this runway that we can accommodate jets and aircraft that are up to 75,000 pounds. And even with prior approval, up to 100,000 pounds. And that's pretty much our max. But that gives you a nice business jet aircraft that can come into the Scottsdale Airport. Sometimes I hear from people just moving into the area like, we thought this was just this little tiny airport, you know, in mm -hmm. the heart of Scottsdale. And they come and, you know, we can entertain some of these nice business jets. So sometimes they're pretty surprised by that. Well, and with airports comes noise. Mm -hmm. how, how is that addressed and how do we handle noise and noise complaints? Well, the city of Scottsdale has undertaken three different noise studies through the years. And through that process, we've been, we have a robust noise abatement program. So in that on our website, there's a lot of different ways that we try to mitigate the noise and find a balance between um, you know, residents able to enjoy their home as well as balancing the needs of the airport and aircraft operators and, and taking our place in the national airspace system. So with that, you know, there's if people have concerns, they can file a noise complaint online through the website or through a hotline number and give us the details so we can look into it and educate and talk with our residents. OK, and that's just by going to ScottsdaleAZ.gov and they can search Scottsdale Airport. Correct. Not and there's a noise up. tab. They can go Great. right there and it takes them right to the online complaint system. And there's also a, a wealth of information on that website, mm -hmm. too, to explain a little bit about aircraft operations and what's normal okay. for an operation. Okay. Well, is there anything else about the airport you'd like to share that we didn't have an opportunity to talk about? Um, I just would welcome anybody who hasn't visited the airport to come on by. You know, there's the great restaurant to come visit. Um, you can go on the deck if you don't and, and come say hi, definitely. So we'd love to share anything more about the airport. Well, it's always a fun place to visit. And we appreciate that you took the time to join us for today's episode. So thanks again, Sarah. Thanks for the invite. That wraps up this episode of Podsdale. But before I go, here's this week's trivia question. When was Scottsdale Airport acquired by the city? Email your answer to communications at scottsdaleaz.gov. I'll be back in two weeks for another episode. So until then, take care and stay cool.